I'm Liz Swenson. And I'm Shauna Lander. We're both moms. And we were both sucker punched in the face by motherhood. <laughs> right, but in different ways. And more importantly, we've lived to tell the tale. So now we want to help other new moms through that really sweet, really hard, really funny first year of new motherhood. Welcome to Surviving Baby. Oh my goodness, we're doing episode four! Yay! Episode four! Welcome everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. This is seriously so much freaking fun. It's so much fun. <laughs> we are so grateful. We are so honored you are joining us again. Today we are talking about such a fun topic. Yee! The post-birth bod. <laughs> body, body stuff. stuff. How, what Yay! happens to your body right after you have a baby? Oh my gosh, so much happens to your body. So much happens <laughs> right to your after you body. have a baby. And we want to we want to try to think of things that maybe will will help help your body. That'd be good. I mean, I don't know if anything can actually help, but oh, we can maybe stuff. tell you what to expect. I've got some stuff. Oh, you have stuff. I have stuff. That's true. You know what? That's true. I take it back. I take it back. You're right. There there's stuff. You have like lists of stuff? I've got like some things that I think are essential that I did not know at all going in that now I'm like Oh, now you know. Now I know. Oh, so you you brought notes today. I brought notes today. <laughs> so, how are you doing? How was this week? I'm good. This week has been good. I started doing a skincare routine mm. with face oil mm. where I massage Ooh. the face oil into my face for like, you know, lymphatic drainage, but also it feels so good. I'm like, and so now I'm just like constantly I'm very envious of your self-care regime or regimen do you say regimen thank you yeah regimen mm. yes not regime uh, no not regime <laughs> <laughs> you know it's a lot of years in the making it's taken me a long time to realize how important it is that's good so good so shauna i have exciting news oh what's your news it's not really that exciting oh. <laughs> i am two weeks coffee free <gasps> oh wow Boom. i don't know if that's exciting but it is impressive tea is my life i've been sleeping way better that's good okay so you're still drinking a warm caffeinated beverage just much less caffeine light caffeination light caffeination i do i do well with a light caffeination okay well that's good it's good to know yourself i'm proud of you <laughs> i'm happy yeah. for you that you're sleeping better <laughs> I it's so important. Uh, you, and your uh, body must feel better with all that sleep. So much better. Yeah. Honestly, coffee has always been a recreational thing for me. Mm. And then it became like a not recreational thing. <laughs> Bit of a crutch. <laughs> but it just tweaks me out. And so once yeah. I don't do it for a while, I remember like, oh, I feel so much better when I don't have coffee. Like, Hey, that's me with carbs. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we I'm got... so excited. <laughs> I'm excited to talk about C-sections because yeah. I've had three. So you know some stuff. Yes. You know a thing or two about a C-section. C-sections. A C-section. Oh, by the way, oh my gosh, I was laughing so hard because I was editing one of these episodes and you kept saying, when you have this section, when you have this <laughs> section, and you sounded like a romantic Italian heroine. <laughs> the C-section. C-section. It was really cute. Saying words is hard. <laughs> words are hard. You know why? It's because your brain is different. Yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. Okay. On C-sections. Yes. What's it like getting a C-section? Oh. Waking up with a your stomach cut open. Waking up with your stomach cut open. It's kind of terrifying. Is it? Yeah. It's like a Could you put huge... that in it, cast that in a better light? So it's a huge <laughs> mass. <laughs> no, well, you can't. It's, 
it is uh no it's terrifying <laughs> you have a huge, so they put like tape over it and it's you know bloody and really bruised so they like open layer after layer after layer and they have to like pull it really hard and gnarly casey has described it to me and it's Sounds awful. I'm sure because it's, you know, skin and mm-hmm. tissues and stuff that want to be together. Yeah. So I'm and sure so they need to like really pull it apart. Layer through layer and then they rip it open and then they sew each individual layer back up. I never thought about that. I know. Of course they would have to sew each yeah. layer. So when it's all back together, it's really bruised. So those are like all dissolving stitches. Yeah. And so because of that, you can get like funky scarring. So that's why they say like some people should not have more than like three C-sections or something like that. And that's because scar can actually get kind of gnarly. Like dangerous? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. So, yeah, you wake up, you're really scarred, you're really bruised, it's really tender. They do the same thing that you were talking about where they come in and, like, push your belly to check and you're like, is it gonna Oh, okay, break? so they come in and they push on your uterus. But, like, above, obviously, they don't touch where the scar is. Yeah, yeah. And then they do, they check on the scar and make sure everything's healing well and looks right. Because they're like, this looks great. And you're like, I don't feel like it looks great. What is the bar for great? <laughs> <laughs> so that's the hospital. Well, in the hospital, there's like a lot of things you need to do to be able to leave the hospital. So the first thing you need to be able to do is pee. Mm. And then like the big thing that they want you to try to do is fart. Mm -hmm. And then pooping is a really big deal because it was like a requirement. Like you can't leave the hospital without pooping. Mm. For me, the gas got pretty intense with my third. Does the gas build up and like hurt? Oh, yeah. Really? On my third baby, I just was feeling more and more gassy. And I am kind of a psycho person and I you know, <laughs> want everything perfect. So like even though I had a baby on the 10th, like Christmas had to be perfect. And I had been preparing to be able to like both have a newborn and a perfect Christmas for oh my, my other God. children. And I was so focused on that that I was ignoring my body's alerts. Oh, no. And I had like really bad gas, but I was like ignoring. And I just started to be in more and more pain. Oh, no. And so then it got to the point where I, like, couldn't walk. And I was like, something's really wrong. Like, I'm internally bleeding. Like <laughs> That's what I would go to, too. Something's bad. <laughs> I'm, dying. I'm dying. No, I did think I was dying. You got to be careful the two weeks post or the six weeks post. You got to really pay attention. And I had been ignoring myself. And then I was like in so much pain. And I was like, I couldn't move. And I was getting really, really scared. And so... We called my dad. Casey's like, I have to take Liz to the hospital. Oh, my God. Can you watch Escher, the newborn? And I was, like, so freaked out. And I'm like, they're going to have to cut me open again. Oh, my God. I'm not ready to do this again. So I go in. They can't figure it out. They end up having to do an MRI to see if there's, like, any internal bleeding or anything like that. Oh, my God. The lady comes back, and she's like, great news. No internal bleeding. You just have a blockage. A blockage? I was constipated. (laughs) I had a mass of poop that couldn't come out. Oh, no. And they had to give me an enema. An enema (laughs) up your butt? Up my butt. And then they gave me all this, like, laxative stuff. Oh, my God. Poor thing. I, like, definitely cried when they told me. Did you cry of embarrassment? (laughs) Yes. They, like, have a full MRI. And it's like, look, it's there's your poop right there. (laughs) 
see all that poop. And you're like. That is embarrassing. But we were actually really relieved like I wasn't dying. Yes. And there was an easy resolution to this extreme pain. Yes. And it was like solvable quickly. Oh, that's so, so like best case scenario, basically. Best case scenario, except it's super embarrassing. Yeah. So it sounds like it's really important then if you have a C-section to get your toots out. Yes, to pee, to poop, to fart, to drink tons of water, and then like honestly like eat laxative stuff. And let the poop come out. (laughs) And just make sure you feel normal because that is that is actually a very serious thing. Like you're having regular poops. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. That's a good story. I didn't die. You didn't die. Just just lots of poop. (laughs) (laughs) So I remember thinking that I would have the baby, the baby would come out. I remember being at the end of my pregnancy and being like, oh my God, I'm so done with this. Get this baby out of me. And thinking that that would like solve the issue. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And it was like such shock when the baby came out and my body did not go back to feeling normal. (laughs) It doesn't do that. Did you know that? I would not say that I knew that. That shocked me. I can't. I don't know that it shocked me, but <laughs> that doesn't surprise. I mean, it sucks. You're like, whoa. I remember yeah. thinking like, I am misfigured. I've yes. been misfigured. Things don't look like they're supposed to. Yes. I felt very misshapen. I remember being very self-conscious of my body in that moment. Like, you know, little kid at like a pool embarrassment. Oh, like you wanted to cover up? Yeah, I just felt very uncomfortable in my own body. Yeah, I felt that way too. Everything is functioning in a different way. And I even felt really wobbly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a really strange sensation inside of my body. I think it was about like a weekend and we went on a walk Mm -hmm. and my toe kicked like an uneven pavement. And I like stumbled a couple of steps and I like stumbled, like it took (laughs) me out. And I, it was all of this upper torso area was just like, like very wobbly and unstable. And I was like, that's dangerous. Mm. It felt like I could have snapped my spine. It was really weird. Yeah. I just remember feeling like I didn't, I wasn't the right shape for sure. And then the boobs, when the boobs come in. They come in. I knew about engorgement. I did not know about engorgement. It is just something to be experienced. It is so painful. And it goes quick, but it is like, whoa, they're hot. They feel like they're on fire and they're huge and they're rocks. And then you're like trying to get your nipple and your nipple's all like flattened out. So when the baby's like trying to suckle, you're like, sorry. Yeah. To this day, if I see a woman with a boob job, like those really round up, up ones, ones, uh-huh. I, I just go like, ouchie, ah, ah engorgement. Ouch. Engorgement looks like a really, really big boob job. Yeah. And then it goes away and <laughs> they eventually, eventually recede. <laughs> you know, what's funny is that I also did not think that that would happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought my body would just go back to normal after having the baby. And I don't know why I thought that because of course that happened to me. My boobs got humongous. <laughs> But they were big. I had to put cabbage in my bra. You have to be you have to be careful with the cabbage. Yeah. But it is very, very effective for sure. I had an oversupply, so yeah. I was okay to put the cabbage in my bra, but yeah, I can cut your supply. Yeah, like quick. I did um frozen peas, like that helped me. Yeah, okay. That would help. And it goes quick. Yeah, it's over pretty fast. It's just kinda gnarly when it's when it happens. You're like, it What? Hurts. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. Vaginal births. Vaginal birth. I had one of those. Two of I had two of those. You did. Is it weird that I'm I'm jealous of you? Oh, no, I guess not. Are you? Well, I've trained for tw- 20 weeks. 
I wanted it to come out of my vagina. <laughs> you wanted a vaginal. Yeah. So no, I guess it's not weird that you're jealous. It makes sense. Tell me all about the recovery. Although yours sounds lovely. Uh, I I did have... I have talked to friends about this. I know. Like, people always tell horror stories, but I had a really easy time with it. That is nice. Did you have anything that, like, really helped you as you recovered? Recovery. So, you do have to push an actual baby head and the rest of the body out through the cervix and the vaginal canal. And it's... Everything is scraping as it goes down. Mm. And then your actual labia have to stretch. What? <laughs> they're not that stretchy. Yeah, they're very stretchy. You guys, yeah. you can't see. So she is like pulling her fingers four like inches taffy. apart, like taffy. Like there's no way they that's are. Nothing. They're very stretchy. So, um, <laughs> so you gotta stop doing that motion. <laughs> I, I will. I will stop. Anyway, the skin has to stretch around the baby head. This is making me less jealous. <laughs> it's true. Everything scrapes and stretches really wide, and and it's it's a whole gaping hole when it comes out. Oh yeah. Does that does it feel like that? Like a whole yeah, kind of gaping. Yes. Like wow. For me, it feels. It felt sort of like everything was pushing down mm. on my vaginal opening really hard, and mm. was gonna like come tumbling out of there. (laughs) (laughs) So I had an epidural Mm -hmm. and that comes with a catheter. So right after the baby comes out, you do need to pee. Um, So luckily for me, I pissed like a racehorse immediately. (laughs) And so we got to go to recovery. Mm. Using the bathroom after vaginal birth is like this fabled thing. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Everyone thinks it's really scary. Yeah. So I was really scared to do it. Mm -hmm. But we were settling into our room and we had a nurse come in and say, we need you to pee. And I was like, oh, we did that already. And she's like, well, we need you to pee again. So I was like, okay, fine. So she kind of stood in the doorway of the bathroom when I went into the private bathroom. And when I sat down to pee, I peed. But then I also just like shit my brains out on accident. (laughs) (laughs) Like it just all came out. I didn't poop when I was pushing. So it was ready. The, it was like, yeah. So it, it just like all came out. packed to like explode. <laughs> That's basically what happened. And I was like, Oh, Oh God. I eat. Cause she's standing in the doorway and I'm like, I am defecating. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, oh, okay. And like, looked like she had this look come across her face. Like fuck my life. <laughs> she did. And uh, I was like, you don't have to check because I, you know, I, I peed. It happened. I, and all the poop came out too. And she's like, no, I, I actually have to check. <laughs> Sorry. So she had a look in the, the toilet bowl and uh, she got a nice glimpse of all of my poop. <laughs> It is kind of interesting going to the bathroom after a vaginal birth because you can't wipe. Yeah. You have to use a spray bottle. It's called a peri bottle. It's like a bidet, but for your vajay. <laughs> I should make their commercial. Anyway, so you get, so the hospital actually provides you all the stuff that you need. So they provided a peri bottle mm-hmm. and... My favorite thing in the entire world, I brought it home with me, I used it forever after that, is Dermaplast, Mm -hmm. which is a spray. It's a numbing spray, and you spray your whole area. So you pee or poop. Um, You use the peri bottle to squirt off any excess. You kind of dab 
very lightly with toilet paper and then you spray the dermaplast and it just like everything goes numb (laughs) and it is wonderful. (laughs) I didn't have too bad of like a tear. I think I had maybe one stitch, but it still did feel kind of like paper cuts down there. If you've ever had a paper cut and you get like juice in it, in this case, you get urine in it. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it burns. And if you've got a bigger tear, it would burn a lot. Mm. Yeah. So the dermaplast just kind of like you spray it on and just numbs the whole area. Lovely. Then you have these pads that are like, um, probably like a foot and a half long Mm -hmm. and you put them on your really giant grandma underwear. Mm -hmm. Um, and they go all the way up, like to your like pubic bone Mm -hmm. and they go all the way back, like to your ass crack because you want the whole area of your undies covered Mm -hmm. because a lot of fluid is coming out Mm -hmm. and you don't know like the pacing of it. You don't know how it's going to go. So you want that really big giant pad to like catch all of that stuff. And you, I mean, the fluid comes out for weeks and weeks. We said this last episode, but Mm -hmm. it takes a long time for uh, the whole, the uterus to empty everything. Do you know what I learned? Women's adult diapers are also a really great way to go. Oh, okay. So I did what you did with the the mesh underwear. I was obsessed with the mesh underwear uh-huh. because it was so soft on my C-section cut and that was like a scary thing. But the I love that idea is just get those adult women diapers. That's smart. And then it'll handle all that fluid. Yeah. There's so much lochia. <laughs> That's what it's called. Yes. There are other things that you can use. Like you can use witch hazel kind of pads Mm -hmm. and like other things that are soothing for the area. Mm -hmm. If you have bad tearing or like a history of being constipated, Mm -hmm. then stool softeners are a good idea because you can get sort of backed up and it can, you know, a baby just came out of that area and mushed everything around. So (laughs) it can hurt to go to the bathroom. You no, I highly recommend stool softeners. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of it as far as like the vaginal care. There you go. Did you ever have, did you have feelings of like, oh God, my body is not mine anymore. Um, it is at the service of this newborn. So I nursed forever and then I got pregnant because turns out you can get pregnant while you're nursing. Oh. And <laughs> after nursing that baby for a year and having been pregnant and then pregnant and then nursing, like just all of it. That's like three and a half years of Mm -hmm. being pregnant and breastfeeding. Yeah. At the end of (laughs) that, I was like, I want my body back. Yeah, no wonder. I am done. Like, I remember being like, we're never having kids again. I'm so Mm. done. Well, I definitely felt like, oh my God, I'm ready to be done with this. And I'm ready to have my body back. Probably about like six or seven months is when it really started to wear on me. My body was feeling really, really taxed. Yeah. You either have the baby with you at all times, or you have like lots of supplies to handle the fact that the baby isn't with you because your body is just like geared for baby. So yeah, you don't feel like it's yours yeah you do though you feel kind of like I want it back yeah I want it to be for me not at the service of anyone else yeah yeah (laughs) do you um have like stuff that you like loved like recovery items that were your favorite items definitely peri bottle definitely dermablast Did you get the um, nipple gel pads? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I did have those. I must have giant nipples because (laughs) I did not love the gel pads. They did soothe and they were, you know, helpful. But they kind of like tented up on me. Mm. Because maybe my nipples stick out too much or something. Well, your nipples do get really, like, pointy when you're nursing. You do. The headlights turn on. We're ready. (laughs) Nipple gel pads. They were my life. I kept them in the fridge. Again, I, like, destroyed my nipple. 
people, so maybe this is like a personal thing, but they had them in the hospital and I took a couple and then I was like, I need more of these. Uh I was so excited on my third baby. I found out you can order them from Amazon and I was like, gel pads. Yay. I can have endless gel pads. They just felt so good to me. I do not like the Lotrimin stuff. Yeah. That made it. Wait, is it Lotrimin? No, no, that is not what it is. But it's like. um, The the creamy. Oh, Lanacin. Gel stuff. Lanolin. Lan, Lana, Lanison? Oh shit. Lancelin. That's what it is. Lancelin. Why are you laughing? That's what it is. <laughs> I do not trust your pronunciation of things. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Lanolin. There's no S. <laughs> Lanolin. It's Lanolin. Lanolin. Did you have okay. to Google that after I told you what it was? Yes. I'm offended. <laughs> I didn't believe you. Did you have any weird body stuff that happened? I got allergies. <laughs> I, I've never had an allergy in my life. And then all of a sudden I got crazy, insane seasonal allergies. Oh, that is weird. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I have a normal thing that happened, but it happened in a weird way. Mm. I got stretch marks. But they didn't arrive until five or six days postpartum. That is weird. Isn't that weird? So I didn't have any. And I was like, I made it through. I'm amazing. And then the baby <laughs> came out. And I'm like, the fuck is that? Mm. I know. I was dancing. I was grooving. I have a newborn. I'm a mom now. Everything is great. I'm in love. Life is wonderful. Let me check out my weird body in the mirror on the right side of my belly button. Um, there was like one line and I was like, what is that? And I got kind of close and I was like, that's a mother effing stretch mark. And then over the next three or four days, the stretch marks just crawled across my stomach and above my belly button. (gasps) And it was like zigzag train tracks, crazy, fiery red stretch marks all across my lower stomach. Like you have all the crazy stuff. It was so weird. And I was so mad. Yeah, I'd be mad too. I'd be like, wait, what? What the fuck is what I said? (laughs) I'm sorry, language. I'm sorry. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) I was really, really angry. I don't know. I had some sort of like adverse um, emotional reaction to seeing them crawl across my body. I felt like I had failed or something or like I had been betrayed maybe. Interesting. Because I thought I was going to have the baby. And the baby would come out and then I could go back to normal. Things would be normal. Mm -hmm. And part of going back to normal is like, you know, feeling sexy again and feeling cute. And I felt like, you know, the slightest bit destroyed. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was really mean. (laughs) And then I was embarrassed and I didn't want John to see. And I'm like, you know, postpartum, you're just kind of naked a lot Mm -hmm. because you know there's baby and you gotta whip your boobs out Mm -hmm. and skin to skin is important I feel like wearing the diaper all that time too like because I was wearing like the mesh thing like you do just feel like uh like I just you do feel gross yeah Mm -hmm. oh I didn't sign up for this (laughs) (laughs) we tried to do like a couple of outings like tried to go on like dates and stuff Casey had been like postponing a thing from my birthday and we were like let's go when we can drink we tried to go but I didn't bring a pump because I I'm dumb oh no like my body felt funny. Drinking did not feel good. It was just such a catastrophe. And it was like, oh, things aren't normal. That is a good word for it. Catastrophe. But you know what? Things aren't normal yet. No. It does It does get normal. It really does get better. And you do feel like yourself again. You really do. Yeah, you start to normalize. It takes a bit. Yeah. You know what my other... Um, we talked about our favorite 
products and stuff. You know what my other favorite product thingy is? That what? is so not a postpartum product, but what? is a derma roller. Derma roller. Yeah, it's a little uh, paintbrush looking thing, but it's got little spikes coming out of it. Mm. And you roll it across your skin and it does little tiny pricks pokes in your skin and it stimulates like cell turnover oh. faster and production of collagen and stuff anyway so i derma rolled the shit out of my stretch marks oh. my stretch marks are faded huh. so i am gonna go ahead and give the derma roller a shout out very nice mm-hmm. Did you know that it takes eight weeks for your uterus to go back to normal size? That's so crazy. Eight weeks? Eight weeks. You have that weird, like, you know, that pooch for a long time. Yeah. And it feels like, wow, uh, I feel so disfigured. And I feel like that's helpful to know that, like, your body's just, you know, slowly. Yeah, it takes a long time. It takes so long. I feel like it's a... I would say, honestly, like, it takes that full first year for your body to go back to normal. I feel it like exactly a year. Yeah. That's when you start to feel normal again Mm -hmm. in your body. Which sounds like such a long time (laughs) when you're right in the middle of it all happening. I know. And I remember someone saying that to me, like it kind of gets better at about a year. And I remember being like, fuck my life (laughs) (laughs) because it just sounds so far away. Right. But then it happens Mm -hmm. and you look back and you go, that was really fast. It's a long, hard road, but it's fast in the end. Right. What do you wish you would have known? I wish that I would have known that you can be hospitalized for constipation. Oh yeah. (laughs) Stock up on stool softeners. I wish I knew that. I wish I knew that you should listen to your body. And if things are not feeling right, do something about it. Ask all the (laughs) questions. Call. They'll be like, yeah, it's normal. Or like, no, it's not. Reach out to people. There are no dumb questions. Yeah. But yeah, listen to your body. Listen to your body. Listen to your body. Listen to your body. (laughs) I wish I knew that the best and most healing things for your body are not any of the products that we listed, even though all the products are very necessary. But honestly, resting Mm. and drinking a ton of water. Oh my gosh. Are the two things that are going to help you in recovery. Insane amounts of water. Like I've never had so Insane much water amounts of water i drank a gallon a day oh i drank more than that we got oh, the well the big... then <laughs> excuse me we got those big hospital cups it was like a bucket with a straw and i would have at least one every nursing session yeah it is like drinking water is so 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 important yeah. also your hormones because they're shifting so much actually bananas really help with that mm. bananas help you kind of regulate and helps with all that puffiness you know how you're like super puffy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so 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 yeah, I would say get all of the products that are recommended because yes, they absolutely help and they feel better in the moment. But over time, what's actually going to do it is if you're resting and letting your body recuperate, listening to your body, as Liz mentioned, and drinking a ton of water. So much water. A ton. Yes. Liz. Yes. We have come to my favorite part of the show. This is your favorite because you're it is. good at it. It's so much fun. And thank you. Do you have a favorite word or phrase that you learned specifically about this postpartum bod? I do. Okay. I do. Later. I'm excited for this word. Edema. Edema? Not enema. (laughs) What's an edema? Edema or edema. I'm probably saying it wrong. Edema? Edema. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You can never make fun of me again. (laughs) 
Edema. No. Edema. Edema. That is when your hands and feet and ankles and legs swell from all the crazy hormonal changes that happen in your body postpartum. Oh, that's cool that it has a specific term. Mm-hmm. Okay, ready for mine? I'm ready. I'm so excited. Mine is padsicle. Padsicle. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. So you, it's a pad, a postpartum pad. You load it up with all of the vag helper things that mm-hmm. we mentioned. Which, which hazel. Which hazel, yeah, and the tux pads and the you load it up with everything. I have a recipe for them in my book. You do have a recipe for them? Mm-hmm. That's so cool. So it's um, it's a pad, a postpartum pad. You load it up and you freeze it. And it's a pad sickle and you put it in your undies and it soothes your vag. That is a good one. Pad sickle. <laughs> do you want to know what my other one was almost? Yeah. Incontinence. <laughs> <laughs> my other one is lanolin. Lanolin. <laughs> Lan- not lancelin. Not lancelin. Something like that. It's lanolin. <laughs> it is for sure lanolin. <laughs> it is. You're right. And with that, she's Liz. And she's Shauna. If you haven't subscribed yet, we'd be so honored if you did. Surviving Baby is also on YouTube. Just head over and search Surviving Baby Podcast. You can follow Liz at Liz Swenson BFF on social media. And Shauna is at Shauna the Mom across all social media platforms. Thank you for joining us for episode four of Surviving Baby. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>